Okay, good morning, everyone. Very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan live. Um, we're just getting uh, into the trading year, so to speak. So we're just getting stuff, uh, a few things prepared. Um, so let's get straight into it. Uh, very welcome back. Uh, hope you had a good Christmas and New Year. Uh, seems like a lifetime ago now, doesn't it, really? But um, hope you had a good one and you were safe and well. Uh, let's get stuck, stuck straight into this session. Um, the idea is to do our planning and prepping. Uh, before we get into um, the the trading day, so to speak, so we got our we have our um, European uh, Open trading session starting at eight o'clock. So the idea is we'll get this information, uh, we'll document it, we'll put our trade plan together, and then we look to apply that uh, over the course of the trading day. So let's get straight into it then. Um, please see our risk warning currently up on the screen, and just be mindful of of course of risks involved in trading financial markets. So um, what do all profitable traders need to consider every time they get to their trading desk? They need to make some determinations in terms of what markets to trade. Where would you be entering those markets? Where would you be looking to exit for a loss? Because we always use stop losses. That's a very important part of our risk management approach uh, to use stop losses. Uh, how do you manage risk prior to entry? This is not something that you should be sort of making up as you go along in a trade. So predetermine what your risk is. Look to stick to that as a, as a kind of a routine um, all profitable traders are sort of based in this kind of perpetual routine. And, and that's really what trading is. It's, it's, it's looking to take out a lot of the kind of erratic decision making. Um, how do you manage each trade, hopefully to a successful, profitable end? Uh, and, and trading psychology as well, which is um, quite um, a significant uh, topic in its own right, of course, not just market psychology, but your own psychology in terms of making decisions. So this live trading was designed to prepare you for today's trading opportunities. What we cover in this session, just to clarify, um, you know, does not apply to um, to opportunities perhaps from last Thursday or last Friday. Um, so just to clarify, it, it is very much geared up to today's opportunities. Tomorrow, for example, we might have the complete reverse trading opportunities and it's because the markets move so quickly we want to be able to move with them uh, and we address these considerations uh live every day in our trade rooms um while promoting strong principles of being consistent in your decision making disciplined with your capital and of course be patient as well so let's get straight into it then we put together our trade plan and we shall let you go so we'll be um we'll be done uh, in about sort of 10 to 15 minutes so the first thing to sort of share with you really is um, is last week's non-farm payroll. So if I just take you back a few days, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have a look at um, the non-farm payroll numbers from last week. Uh, Thursday, there was nothing about any major concern. Oh, yeah, we had the Fed meeting minutes. So they're looking to, to raise rates faster than... Um, than perhaps expected. So it's kind of added to this nervousness in these financial markets, which we saw towards the end of last week. It's interesting, ADP, non-farm employment numbers, the private side numbers uh, came in pretty much double uh, expected. The actual non-farm payroll number itself came in probably half of what was expected. So this is the topsy-turvy of jobs numbers, um, which is really, um, it's kind of hard to get a footing in these numbers, isn't it? Um, so the unemployment rate, importantly, has come down from 4.1 to 3.9. So that's sizable. That's very much in line with pre-COVID. We were down at sort of 3.5. Uh, where are we? Uh, 
to sort of 3.6% was our kind of, which was a level that was expected as full employment. And this is before the crisis, before the, uh, the COVID crisis. And we're at 3.9. So we're not, we're not a million miles away from perceived full employment, although it's a very difficult um, number to, to consider. And we do have these supply side constraints. So putting all this together, it's, um, we're, we're, we're looking at today's markets. You can see there's no major news. We've had um, a bank holiday in Japan over the course of the, uh, the Asian session. Um, nothing of any major concern today. Um, tomorrow, just to touch base, we, we've got the Fed Chair Jerome Powell, um, who's due to testify on the, the renomination of uh, to chair the Federal Reserve um, Board of Governors before the Senate Banking Committee. So, uh, very much expected to be, uh, you know, certainly uh, answering questions. Uh, and very importantly, we've got CPI, which is expected to increase slightly again. Uh, for December. So that's on Wednesday. So some really important and PPI on Thursday. Uh, and just to close out the week, uh, retail sales on Friday. So the the markets are very much dominated by these um, by by the US and, and certainly decision making around uh, rates and and the inflation story. Um, just to touch upon what the bond markets are doing, if we kind of revert back to the 10-year, um, we're, we're, we're clearly sort of um, exceeding previous highs in March. So all of these things, the jobs numbers, the higher inflation, the 10-year uh, the note, they're all sort of looking to push um, the the indices lower is, is the perceived wisdom. So... Um, there, there are certainly issues that the Fed would need to uh, consider carefully. Um, now, we do have different analysts that do have different opinions on all of this and how this is likely to translate itself. But we want to know, like, it's the sharpness of the increase, which to us would imply we, we're likely to see probably a little bit more downside uh, across the indice space. Um along with the jobs numbers, like, like we saw last week. So a, a good example really is the S&P 500. So um, I think this is Wednesday's candlestick, um, which is the, the fifth. Let me see, was that Wednesday? It was. So this is a result. We, we kind of traded sideways for quite some time, three, six, seven, seven or eight days. Uh, and then we kind of flushed back to the downside. So that's a, a clearly defined kind of reversal signal. However, we've run into support around that 15-period moving average. And now, actually, technically, we've kind of reversed. Um, is this last night's? Yeah, so last night when the market opened, we, we started to see some significant selling pretty quickly. Uh, but now today, we've kind of reversed that, that, that little sort of wobble, perhaps, to the downside. So elsewhere, if there's any questions, of course, guys, feel free to post them into the chat box. Um, we, we, again, we've had this negative four days, and now it looks like we're finding some support. Um, again, sort of two, four, four out of the five days in the NASDAQ, we're finding some support around these levels. So what does that mean for us as traders? It basically means we might get some short-term buying, but be prepared that these sellers might not be finished yet. We might get that rollover trade lower. So... We're definitely in kind of a risk on market condition. What sort of um, uh, what sort of uh, 
response are we seeing from the FTSE and the European indices? Well, just mild bullishness, really. Um, the quality of some of the price action has not been fantastic, although there's been this kind of upward trend. So mild bullishness is probably where we're at. Um, the Dow Jones looking like we're going to get some support and the same situation for the, um, the NASDAQ. Just Bitcoin, because I know some of you guys look at Bitcoin. We're at an important level, basically. This sort of forty to 41,000 level um, is, is kind of an important level of support. And you can see what happens if you break that 40,000 level. You know, you're talking about just people running for the exits. In fact, you've seen a couple of major runs to the downside um, before you get that, that little bounce back. So um, just be mindful. I mean, we're not advocates of trading uh, Bitcoin because of what what you expose your capital to is just a little bit too traumatic and it's too um, up and down and, and swing like we were looking there on Saturday evening just uh, the fact that the market took a five percent turn to the downside uh, in about four or five hours on a Saturday so very very volatile um, and uh, you know not to be traded with leverage anyway put it that way but here's an interesting decision-making point for Bitcoin. Do we do we sort of try and rally from these lows, or you know the next level down will be down around the thirty thousand level? Um, so it'll find support at some point, I'm sure. But um, where is the is the question? Uh, okay, so that's Bitcoin. Um, just before we go into the indices, uh, sorry, the, the the commodities. Let's look at gold and oil. Um, gold has really been a surprising market. With the inflation story, you'd expect a bit of upside pressure in, in gold, and we're just not getting it. So we can step back from that for sure. Um, U.S. oil. Uh, again, uh, we've had a two-day kind of rollover to the downside, and it looks like we're finding some momentum to the upside. So we can certainly have a look uh, at crude oil today and see if we get a further move higher. So going back to the – and we'll put this trade plan together now in just a few minutes – just to look at the dollar, a bit of dollar strength against the euro. So I was just looking at these monthly charts earlier. Um, so we really had kind of a sizable move in the pound uh, against the dollar. It was, a, it, was a, well, it was a triple bottom, really, but a, a, a W formation and a lot of bullish bias, really, above the 133. And now we're up at 136. So do be mindful there is the potential for some resistance kind of up at these marginal areas and in terms of trade selection it's not probably a good opportunity today because it, it's done absolutely nothing and if our bias would be in any direction it would actually be for further upside so um so the the dollar yen has has been on a on a bit of a tear up to the upside over the last few weeks and it's finding some support again. So we're running into these levels, these 115.51 and finding a little bit of support. Uh, so we can certainly look at the, so this is Monday. So we've got risk on, um, we've got the dollar yen to the upside. Uh, yeah, it'd be above the 115.80 level really for further upside in this uh the dollar swiss and we'll have this wrapped up now guys in in probably four or five minutes um the dollar swiss 
uh, a decent move actually off the back of um, a bit of selling uh, over the course of the Asian session. So um, going back to the pound dollar, you know, is this a, a resistance level to the upside? You see, we are largely in sideways moving patterns uh, in this market. So, um, so we'll probably look for slightly better opportunities elsewhere. Uh, the dollar CAD um, downside pressure would be preferable in terms of um, the technical view on this market. If we broke through that 126 and there's dollar weakness, then we could probably expect the dollar CAD to uh, to continue lower. It's, it's a strong level of support just above these highs. But perhaps tomorrow, that's that's a market that might be more meaningful for us. Yeah, happy new year, guys. Good, good to see you. It's great to be back. Uh, we're really looking forward to getting stuck into this year's trading now. A lot, a lot of disruptions for us last year with with COVID, and we've been building, and we've got a new office space, and all these sorts of things. So, hopefully, this year would be a lot more settled. Uh, yeah. So the pound, sorry, the Aussie dollar. Um, we've got, and you can see the difference between the. The, the commodity currencies. Um, so we're looking at we're looking at a bit of positivity in the New Zealand, the Aussie, and the CAD against the dollar. <clears throat> but you can see the dollar strengthening against the euro and the uh, and the yen. Nothing's really happening in the pound. Uh, and we are risk on. So probably there's an argument suggest perhaps a market like the Aussie dollar, um, dollar CAD. Okay, let's put the Aussie dollar down. AU to the upside um, above the, well, Friday's high, the, 71.90 level. Um, the dollar CAD. Well, we'll hold off on the dollar CAD just for now. And the and the New Zealand dollar, we can certainly look to the upside above the um, 67. 67.83. Euro pound. We're getting these flush trades lower. Uh, again, like our momentum's always been to the downside, but you get a lot of these kind of choppy little snapback moves and things like that. So it's not been that enjoyable to trade. Certainly below the the eighty three, you'd expect further downside. Better quality opportunities, I guess, um, elsewhere. Just just perhaps short shorter term. So this market is just gathering up at these highs. So. We need a little bit more clarity with 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 that market for sure. Um, there, there's dollar, there's yen weakness. So really above the um, the high, the one fifty seven eighteen, one fifty seven eighteen to the upside for the pound yen. Certainly have a look at this market as well. So oil. We want to be looking for buy trades above this 7,900 
7900 so a little bit above that so we'll be having a look at that now in just a few minutes uh, over in the live trade room so if you can join us for that that's great um so there, yeah just further upside you expect prices to at least squeeze back up to these highs the 8050 something like that um and then the s p uh, a tentative move above the 4684 sp above the 4684 okay so let's put our trade plan together guys uh, and we'll let you guys go and we'll be uh you know good luck with today's trading opportunities and we'll be live now uh in, in a few minutes so our today's so broadly risk on market conditions um yeah we could probably stick with that to be fair so um sp 500 looking to buy above the 46.84 today might be a buying opportunity tomorrow it might start to turn and roll over in which case we can look to start selling that would be our preferred direction, really. Um, so the pound yen, that was an interesting one over the the Christmas because we put um, dollar yen uh, weakness uh, when on our on our book and, and the trades that we we're looking for was dollar the dollar yen strength trade. So I think we actually put weakness instead of strength because I don't know it was all a bit rushed there before Christmas. So um, we had some good winners elsewhere, but um, that was not. Uh, that was sort of a bit more of an error. So look to buy above 115.80 for the S&P. Um, oil looking to buy, yeah. So before Christmas, it was above the $73 level. Uh, now, we are looking to buy oil, oil buy above 7,900. What I might do is just stick um, the Aussie dollar. Buy above. 57 18 level we can go into the slightly weaker dollar pairs uh, the Aussie dollar looking to buy buy above the 7190 level and the five so the New Zealand dollar Looking to buy above the 67.83. And then last but not least, so we've got quite a few markets to certainly look at today. Uh, so, so that's our trade plan. Um, I'll post this into the chat box, guys, so you can take this away with you. And we will look to run with this today and see how we get on with it. Um, so listen, on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Um, we're a few minutes from the top of the hour. So we're going to start a live trade room now in just a couple of minutes. 
So look, thanks for joining us. Um, we do Traders Markets live every day at 8 a.m. and again at 12.30. So if you want to join us for that, uh, you can join us now for just $29 uh, a calendar month if you do want to kind of learn the skills involved in trading financial markets. And for more information, just go to our website, thelivetraderoom.com. Um, you'll see the trade plan in your uh, in the chat box. So do feel free to take that away with you. And uh, as always, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, it's good to be back. So happy new year to you all. And uh, we'll see you again tomorrow uh, for the trade plan session. Uh, and for those of you that can join us um, in the live trade room in just a few minutes time. So from everyone here at the live trade room, take care. Uh, have a good day. And we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.